You know, <laughs> as a kid, I remember this game that kids would used to play where they would pick up what were like mushrooms and stuff that were like puffy mushrooms where you pick it up and it kind of turns into dust and they would chase people with it pretending that it was like dog poop or something and like making people think it was dog poop or something. And it was like the funniest little practical joke, whatever. And it was this crazy tag game and then they would like... They would, like, smother it all over the people and make them think that they were just smothered with poop or whatever. And it was just all fun and games, right? Like, we were all just doing it to our friends, and it was fine. And I just got smothered. <laughs> like, with the real deal, right? <laughs> Anyways, this is, this is what I was talking about. The gruesome life of the mamahood. <laughs> Where it's like, yep, this is exactly what's going on right now. This is exactly what it looks like to have a life where it's like, yep, I don't always get to choose how clean or dirty my clothes get or are or whatever. Sometimes so I just get those surprises and it's like, oh, the outfit that I chose for today is now kaput. <laughs> and now it's time to switch gears. And what I was trying to do for the next little bit here is not going to happen because I need to focus on making sure that I can like scrape that out. And now I can just like get into that mode, right? Where it's like, okay, what I, what was I talking about? I did my gratitudes. I talked about like my ministry life, how I was feeling with people helping me and me helping others. And then I was like, oh yeah. Um, but then what about the other stuff, right? Like the other stuff, which is like the whole reason I usually even start this whole process is because I have all this pent up energy about things that I'm just like, ah! like, I don't know what to do about this and that and that and this and that and, and just feeling so like caught up with that worry energy, right? It's like a worry well, right? And so thankfully, I can be in these spaces so often to be like, it's going to be fine. We're going to process this. It's going to work out. It's going to be fine, you know? And so I'm just super grateful to just kind of consider, okay, so what would be my rants right now? What would be my concerns? What are things that just are super meaningful to me that I don't really know what to do with? I don't really have answers to. And I, I hope I could have answers one day, but I just don't have them right now. And it's a little frustrating. It's a little bit feeling like I'm in a little bit of mud. You know, it's a little bit feels like I'm just kind of like sailing along, but not really feeling like super, super connected in certain areas, right? That I would want to be connected in. So that was really nice to be like, okay, so what does that look like? You know, every day it looks different, you know? So like yesterday and today, it basically looks like, okay, well, how's my relationship with Heavenly Father? I think it's pretty good and clear. Thankfully, whenever I do yoga to Christ, it, it just, it's not just like a benefit to other people. I kind of feel selfish doing it because I just like, I'm really just doing it for myself, but it just so happens that other people are kind of interested in the same thing as me right now. So I can, I can do it in a group setting, basically, right? That's really what, what's happening, right? It's just something that I need to do for my own well-being as often as I possibly can, right? Ideally, just probably like seven days a week, right? Um, and like, not really more or less. That's why I want to have other yoga teachers to be a part of my like virtual yoga studio so that we can just like take turns, right? 
and then we can do more classes in the day rather than me teaching the one class every day kind of stuff. So that's nice. Um, then there's like, um, but then there's also other stuff that I do, right? It's not just all yoga to Christ to connect with him. That's just like one of the most physical ways that I connect with him. And I'm a very physical learner, kinetic, kinesthetic kind of a person. So it's super meaningful for me to access um, my love for Christ and those kind of things while I'm moving, right? It just makes sense to me. So that's that. And then the other part is like, I, I love getting to memorize the living Christ right now. I am excited to see what's the next paragraph that I'm going to look into today. I love getting to learn with my husband right now. We, we tack ourselves on to different things that we learn at different times. Um, sometimes we take a big break, but right now, after a break for a while, we are tacking on to like memory stuff. We've been learning a lot about memory and learning a lot about different gamifying learning and those kinds of things. So we've been taking some like Jim Quick kind of course things to just help us with that. And it's been really fun. It's fun to learn from different teaching styles. That's the thing. It's like I'm like such a teaching snob, like an educational teaching snob. You know, when I notice someone's really good at something, I rave hardcore about them. When I notice they're not, I just kind of like try to bite my tongue and I'm like, you blessed soul. <laughs> you're going you're gonna to get there one day, right? Like you will, right? Right now, I'm working so hard to learn from you and it's going to be okay. It's going to be okay. This is a learning experience for me. This is a patience building, will building experience for me and it's good for me. It's really not about how, how well you deliver something. It's actually more about my level of patience that needs to be stretched and my level of will building that needs to be stretched. That's really what's going on here. <laughs> so anyways, he is just phenomenal though. Like he's just totally, totally streamlined awesome that I feel effortless every time I'm in one of his classes and I'm just like, oh, just take me away. I, I keep telling my husband, I'm like, he's almost like a yoga teacher from memory. You just feel like when you're with him that he's just taking you on a journey and he totally will bring you to like the promised land, right? He'll, he'll just totally take you there if you just keep going. If you just keep going and stay present, he'll totally take you to where, where you're actually wanting to go, right? So that was so cool. I love it. I, I love continually learning from that. I think it's so valuable. And that's been fun. Also, like, just in connecting with my husband, it's nice that we have check-ins so often so we can be super honest with each other and be like, yeah, we need more time together, not less. We need more, right? So that's nice to just have the honesty pieces there. Um, also, when I talk about my relationship with self, I think I'm doing good, right? I had a really good New Year's conversation with a good close person to me. And we basically just talked. We talked about all the dynamics of things we're learning and what we want to both jointly move forward with um, in areas that we're both working on in our different cities and towns, you know, and just just moving forward, seeing how we can support each other as sisters, right? So that was really good. And I feel like that's been, been really helping heal a lot of my personal stuff so that I can feel like, oh, I can just move forward. It's okay. I'm connected with my elders. I'm connected with my, you know, you know, I'm connected in those areas. The other areas that I'm still a little bit like, I'm, I'm such a perfectionist, right? So it's just like, I feel that, that drag, 
you know, whether it's with relatives, like I haven't connected enough with relatives for a long time. Like I don't call them every week, right? Like I might connect like once every birthday or once every holiday, maybe, right? So I, I want to be way more on top of allowing for that to be a, a more fluid and regular thing so that it doesn't become this awkward, like, oh, why are you calling, right? Like, what did you need? Like, you know, and, and making sure that, that people think that it has to be brief rather than like, no, this, this is something we do. We are related. This is what being related looks like. We call each other, you know, <laughs> rather than me having to explain that every time. Anyways, um, and then um, another area is like, yeah, my kids, right? Like, I got these sweet little people in my life. Like, honestly, I have the best of the best bunch of monkeys, right? In my house, right? There's the five little monkeys jumping on the bed, right? And I just, I just, I want to get way more into a mode of being even more attentive to being prayerful about them, to being even more mindful, thoughtful, and just doing the little things that I can do, right? Because I get to be the mom right and and just making sure those things happen because i get to right and but also acknowledging the little things that i'm doing right and being the one to cheer myself on about those things and not letting it on them and be like oh i'm only going to do this if you do this 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 and this um to say thank you to me because you know like da 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 and yes i still do that but like i i feel like i need to enter into a space of even more willingness even more willingness to be their advocate in the same way that Jesus Christ is my advocate. Like, I just love that last line that I memorized. I am the first and the last. I am he who was slain. Oh, I am he who liveth. I am he who was slain. And I am your advocate with the Father. That's what he said, right? That's something that Jesus Christ said. And I really do believe in that. I believe in being an advocate, as well, right? Like I want to be an instrument in his hands in that way as well.